Hello lovely people and welcome to the first ever episode of Find Your Spark. A lot of you have probably been listening into podcasts by people who appear to be overnight successes and have already made it in life. How about listening to the struggles and growing along with two girls with big dreams and one hell of a vision? I would love to start by introducing you all to my amazing and lovely co-host Anne. There's nobody I'd rather be doing this podcast with, honestly. Anne works in the aviation industry. She's had a thing for planes since she was very little and has had a lifelong dream of becoming a pilot. Anne's a thrill seeker and this is why she decided to become a travelpreneur. She's constantly learning and growing into the best version of herself and I am so excited to watch her journey. Damn, Abby. <laughs> way to make a girl feel good about herself it's all true flushing <laughs> now i would like to introduce you to this incredible soul that i feel so privileged to have come across abby like oh my god she is my soul sister she's an optometrist by day and a travelpreneur by night her talents honestly don't just stop there she is extremely creative and has turned her passion for calligraphy into a side hustle like this boss babe just proves to us that you can juggle many things alongside the nine to five and now she's a podcaster too (laughs) damn girl okay guys please ignore my hype woman we're literally just two regular girls trying to live out our dreams and hoping to inspire people along the way Last year, we went to an event about money mindset. It was amazing. It was called Millionaire Mindset Intensive. If any of you get the chance, please do go. It honestly really opened us up to thinking and acting differently. We've become closer ever since. And often we have in-depth conversations about various topics that we're interested in. This podcast was born because one day we were wondering how it would be for someone to simply be a fly on the wall listening in. They would learn so much. And here we are sharing with you everything we've learned along the way. Let's grow together, guys, on this amazing, beautiful journey. Starting a podcast is outside of our comfort zone, but we chose this over YouTube because we can't be bothered to put makeup on and this is going to be <laughs> raw and real, often done with our hair in a bun and PJs on. So starting off, today's topic is about comfort zones. Ah, uh, the comfort zone. It is the special place where 99.9% of humans love to exist and why shouldn't they? Everybody wants to feel safe, right? And the comfort zone does exactly that. It's a comfortable place where routine behaviours and actions create a very predictable, low-stress, low-risk environment. It basically provides both mental and physical security for people who decide to stay in it. Safe isn't good when it constricts your ability to grow. You can't expect to get better and improve your life if you're doing the same thing day after day. Sure, you might feel comfortable, but the question you have to ask yourself is if that is really what you want. Exactly. The magic happens outside of your comfort zone. We all live inside a bubble and we're so used to doing things a certain way in our world. And in order to get you know, that life you really want to have, what you have to do is expand yourself and take yourself outside of the comfort zone and get out of that bubble. Yeah. And our ancestors may have needed to need a safety to survive, but you don't always have to. In fact, you almost need to step out of your comfort zone to survive, especially if you wish to make something of yourself in this world. You have to become comfortable being uncomfortable. We can sugarcoat it and tell you it's easy, but it simply isn't. 
it hasn't been an easy journey for us so far and it may not be going forward if you're someone who's happy being ordinary that's fine but if you are someone who wants to be more and live in an extraordinary life then you've got to be willing to do extra there's no other way like I feel everyone have the capability to be successful but you just have to decide if you're willing to do the things that will put you into that category so you're probably wondering like okay I get it I need to get outside of my comfort zone but how so we're going to go through some steps with you guys that will hopefully help on make you understand how to get outside of that comfort zone so step number 1 is take that first step where we've been reading they say in theory all you need to do is take that first step. It will be difficult. The first day at the gym is the worst. The opening line of your story takes the longest time. But as you gain momentum, it is easier to keep moving. It was, um, that's actually true. It was the same for us, wasn't it? We had a yeah. call one day to figure out a name for our new podcast project. And we spent a whole, like a very long time racking our brains <laughs> and decided to call it a day and take a break from it. And just as the call was ending, um, Abby said, yeah, we just need to find a little spark that will inspire us. And we literally both froze, like both our eyes lit up. And we had the most amazing, like, yeah. Yeah, this is it moment. It, it's like, I'm thinking back to it. And it was so surreal, like how we both actually just froze. We both like, I think we had like some telepathic moment. You know, yeah. That was zoop, zoop. Both <laughs> We both knew what the name needed to be like just then. And then, yeah. Yeah, because we were literally about to end our call and we were like, you know what? We've been racking our head for so long about this. We just need to take a break from it all. And then just at the end of the call, we got our answer. We knew what it needed to be. Mm. So moving on to number two, put yourself in a new environment. Begin with some small changes that don't present any real threat, such as eating at a different restaurant in a different part of town or attending an art exhibit or gun show. The idea is to place yourself in new arenas where you control the interaction. What's a gun show? I'm a bit intrigued. That's my kind of thing. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> Let's Google it. Let me just quickly have a look. Wait, guys, I'm not actually a violent person, just, mm -hmm. uh, just to let you know. <laughs> you know, I live life on the edge, but I'm a thrill seeker. Um, Ooh, no. okay, so I found it. Gun shows are in the US. Why am I not surprised? Our resource is probably from the US. It says, in the US, a gun show is an event where promoters generally rent large public venues and then rent tables for display areas for dealers of guns and related items and charge admission for buyers. The majority of guns for sale at gun shows are modern sporting firearms. Hmm. Oh, sporting. Oh, apparently there's a great British shooting show too. Okay, Anne. <laughs> I feel like we've gone quite a bit off topic there. This is what Sorry, happens when me and Anne talk, guys. You, probably, you just have to get used to it. We're probably going to do this way for, all throughout our episodes. Anyway, back to comfort zones. Number three... Don't pick the safe choice. Every time you're making a choice, one choice is the safe and comfortable choice. The other one is the risky and uncomfortable choice. The risky and uncomfortable choice is the one that will teach you the most and make you grow the most. So that's the one you should choose. Mm, do you know what? I agree with that to a certain extent. Like, I mm. honestly think, okay, so this is my view on this. I think you have to be smart and use your common sense because not all risky and uncomfortable choices are the best like yeah 
you ain't gonna skydive without a parachute because that's just plain dumb <laughs> if you're thinking about skydiving without a parachute you, you're dumb skydiving you know if you have to yeah i just think you have to be sensible um like i'm a strong believer of gut instincts right so yeah. i honestly think your fear is what stops you from doing certain things but your gut will tell you whether it's right for you or not so just because telling you not to always choose the safest option doesn't mean you throw your common sense out of the window yeah yeah please guys just to make that clear (laughs) don't jump off a cliff or something (laughs) yeah don't (laughs) we're not held responsible no so number four Um, take a different route home if you drive or walk a different route, you'll see a dif- you'll see different things in a small way that increases your view of the world. That is just an easy way to start. After that, you can make more drastic changes. Eventually, you'll feel comfortable thinking out of the box. So that actually reminds me very much about driving. A lot of people limit themselves from driving to certain destinations so that they like stick to the close and familiar routes. It's not that they're not good drivers or anything, but I feel like they're just afraid of the unknown. I was like that when I first got started and I was really scared to venture out to like further distances more. But the more I did it, the more I got outside of my comfort zone, the more a confident driver I became. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And also, uh, just relating, because you brought up driving, Mm -hmm. um, from my memory, um, another point is, you know, don't allow other people's perception of you to stop you from doing what you want and venturing out as well. Like, for example, um, I actually work at Gatwick. So when I started first driving, my parents were actually scared for me or they weren't confident enough to just let me drive to Gatwick by myself at first. So my dad was like, let me take you a few times. (laughs) Sounds familiar. I was like, like, yeah, okay, fine. And then I was like, right, all right, dad, um, I'm ready. I think I'm ready to go by myself. He's like, no, no, I don't think you are. Uh, He took me one, a few, I think once or twice more. And then, do you know, I was like, do you know what? I think I'm ready like I felt confident enough in my driving but my parents didn't and because mm. I uh, I thought stupidly early I just took my car and left <laughs> I just took my car <laughs> and went I got to my destination like safely <laughs> I get a text middle of the day going did you take your car to work no way <laughs> I, <laughs> I literally replied yes and turned off my phone <laughs> what you're such a rebel child I was like, I'm, I'm gonna deal with this once I um, get back home got back home yeah, and like, like obviously I was shitting myself, um, not knowing what my parents were going to say. But my parents were actually proud of me. They were like, Do "You know what? We were scared, but we're glad you took the initiative and you actually just did it because it just shows that you know you, you're all right." Yeah, so you, definitely. That was it. Because imagine, otherwise, your dad would have been dropping you to work every single day. Yeah, he would have been like taking me to work like for God knows how many months, and I'm like <laughs> within like. I think it was like half a month. He took me a few times. I was like, yeah, I've had enough. I'm going by myself. Yeah, that's amazing you did that. But um, yeah, don't let other people's perception of you, um, you know, make you doubt yourself. Yeah, that's so true. So, so number, five. number five, make a snap decision. It doesn't have to be a life or death decision. Anything from choosing a restaurant to shopping, just make a choice that's unusual for your routine without overthinking it. 
if that still sounds daunting, flip a coin. Yeah, we're serious. Flip a coin over the decision and stick to it. Anyone that knows me, oh my gosh, anyone that knows me well will know that I do this thing where I ask them to pick a finger. So I'm pretty sure that I've made a lot of big life decisions this way. And my friends are what? like, what the hell? Yeah, like, yeah, like which um, job to take or um, do I marry my husband or not? Just kidding. Oh <laughs> ask yourself how you felt when a certain finger is picked and that should give you your answer. Usually, whilst that person is deciding which finger they're going to choose for you, you'll have an idea normally of which one you prefer. Like, say, for example... I'm trying to decide where we're going to eat, Pizza Express or just an example, Nando's. And I really want to go to Pizza Express. Whilst the person is choosing, I'm like, please pick Pizza Express. And usually yeah. they do. And I'm like, yes. And you already like have that feeling of, you know. So yeah. even if you're indecisive, deep down, you do know what you want to do. So make that decision. Exactly. Like eliminating the need of mulling over a decision greatly boosts the process of stepping out of our comfort zone plus like snap decisions instill a feeling of self-trust so just do it guys just do it just do it number six consider other points of view surround yourself with people who are currently at where you want to be or have different viewpoints to you make sure to have discussions and debate ideas with them in a civil way which will cause you to re-examine your beliefs and number seven say yes more often say yes when you don't think you're ready if you are working say yes to new projects new assignments new assignments new roles even when you have not done it before it opens up huge opportunities in your career. Who knows? You might find yourself enjoying something you've never got the chance to explore earlier. Yeah, this is exactly how we felt when we're starting our travel journey. So when we started our travel business last year, alongside our full-time jobs, we were probably not sure how we would manage it alongside our full-time jobs, but we decided to go for it and learn how to do it later. Yeah, it's true. I've been saying a lot more yes lately as well. Mm -hmm. And to any of my colleagues that are actually listening to this don't think I'm a hypocrite I've I've, I've grown guys I've grown a long way <laughs> what I've just read they're like hypocrite you didn't say yes <laughs> to that promotion that came oh yeah um I've been saying a yes a lot more lately despite not feeling ready or um feeling uncomfortable with the idea it honestly has opened so many new doors for me uh, even with this podcast for example mm. so a little tip guys the more you say yes to things the more opportunities you'll find coming your way yeah and I honestly say that from experience number eight volunteer preferably make it a learning experience pick something you're very unfamiliar with and soak up everything you can while also making yourself useful I think we should always try something new and volunteer in something that isn't necessarily linked to our industry mm. um or the industry you're in or want to be in like, for example, with COVID, so many people from all walks of life got together to help the country out in various different ways. It was beautiful. And I'm pretty sure they learned a lot of new things as well. Yeah, definitely. Now, number nine, do what you're afraid of. New mindset. It goes like this. Does this scare me? Then I have to do it. That's how you conquer fear. It never goes away. You just learn how to ride that energy. And oh my God, skydiving had been on my bucket list for the longest time. I'm an adrenaline junkie, but I also have like a small fear of heights. I decided, yes, it scares me, but I just have to do it. 
once I was free falling and the parachute came out, I realized I really had nothing to worry about. And that made it as one of my best ever memories. So I'm really, really glad I felt the fear and I did it anyway. I'm proud of you for doing that. Thank it's you. on my bucket list too. But, you have to do um, it. It was amazing. But where would you yeah. do it? I want to do it over Palm Jumeirah, so over Dubai, like you know, in Dubai, over the Palm. Yeah, that's where I did it. Did you? Yeah. How was the view? Did you have your eyes shut? No, I had it open. It was it was literally the free fall that was so quick, and then you just feel like you're sitting in the sky watching over this amazing view and you get to control the parachute as well so you can move your direction to look at different and di- um, different areas it was so nice it was amazing mm-hmm. i would recommend it to everyone i'm definitely doing it yeah definitely number 10 create challenges to push yourself in areas you want to improve so decide on a few challenges and what the triggers are for yourself it's designed to push you outside of your comfort zone in areas you want to develop So guys, next time you're in a social setting, imagine that's the trigger. Go and introduce yourself to someone you don't know. That's your challenge. And next time someone asks you how you are, which is the trigger, respond by saying you are great or you're fantastic instead of just saying I'm good, which is the challenge. And next time you and your friends are sat at dinner and that last piece of chicken is on the plate, imagine that's a trigger and your friends will say oh you have it no you have it take that last piece just say okay I'll have it that's your challenge I want all of you guys to do it next time (laughs) my friends if I say that you know what's up (laughs) fatty I think you guys get the point just focus on these triggers and don't make any excuses it will become a habit after a while number 11 allow others to decide for you so we have an example here of a husband and wife the wife is the one who makes all the travel plans for both of them if the husband was in charge instead they probably wouldn't go anywhere we're not saying that this happens in every relationship it's just the example that was given so catch hold of the friends who are more outgoing than you let them make the plans and just go with it finally number 12 remember that tomorrow is a new day It honestly really helps to remember that what doesn't kill you generally does make you stronger. You will survive, you will heal, you will learn something and you will have a better chance of emerging unscathed next time. We hope you guys have learned something new today. To end, we want you guys to get to know us a bit better as we move along throughout this podcast journey. So we've decided to play a little game at the end of each of our episodes. If you're not in a rush to get back to work or kids or life, stay with us. Okay. Okay, so Abby, yep. this is a game of Would You Rather. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> okay, go for it. So, would you rather go back to age five with everything you know now or know everything your future self will learn? Oh, that's an interesting one. I usually say I wish I knew then what I know now. So let me mm. just have a little think about it. If I was a five-year-old and I know everything that I know now, I guess I would be a step ahead of the game I would be one of those like untouchable five-year-olds but I'm not sure because I won't make all the wrong decisions I would have made along the way to become the person I am today if that makes sense yeah yeah because you know what if you yeah you know what's coming but yeah that would go the same way if I was the same age I am now and I know everything that my future self will learn that again will put me ahead of the game wouldn't it Either way, you've got mm. a leg up. You're going to be, you, yeah. 
but the thing is if you're a five-year-old and with everything you know now yeah with the, mate you'll be the smartest five-year-old on planet earth yeah but I don't know if I care about how no. I was when I was five now I you know what and I've got an answer for you I will stick to being the same age I am now because I'm really happy with the person I've become and mm. I don't mind knowing what my future self will learn because I think that's better than reversing and going back through all the experience I've already had yeah, yeah. because yeah honestly yeah all the experiences you've had like like you said shape the person you are today so if you were to go yeah. back and relive you probably make different decisions because you know what's coming yeah exactly yeah so that's answer. my answer but then, thanks but um yeah I think there's no right or wrong answer it's just your perception of or how you feel right yeah because people can easily say that if you're five and you know everything you know now is the same mm. as being the age you are now and learning what you're going to be learning soon yeah same scenario different ages so you just need to yeah. pick where you want to be in life it's true and are you ready for yours go on hit me <laughs> um would you rather the aliens that make first contact be robotic or organic wow okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird one that. <laughs> i know picked it up um, the hat. um robotic or organic do you know what i think we've already got a robotic alien i think like sophia is enough what your sister no no <laughs> <laughs> not sophia anton not sophia <laughs> anton as, human as you can get <laughs> um i meant you know the one that's living in saudi arabia yeah. somewhere. um but no i think i'd want probably a rather um organic because mm. i'd want to know what they look like how they are what they think and yeah I think it'll be like robotic well if you say robotic all I think is man-made yeah that's boring yeah like providing that these organic aliens don't want to kill me (laughs) I'd be happy to get to know them (laughs) yeah like I think I've always wondered how aliens would be like how weird would it be but if they just turn up like a robot, that'll be dead. Yeah, it would be. Oh my god, do you remember like, when you were little? Did you did you ever have one of those aliens in an egg that you oh like protect oh and grow? God. It was like in year three or something. Yeah. Four years. I used to beg my yeah. mom to buy me one. Say, I had to constantly beg my mom. It took she she didn't buy it for me straight away. It took her a long while, but. Mate, I made a house for it in my drawer. <laughs> I made a bed for it. I did, I did the most. Oh, I love that thing. I used to protect it with all my life. And I actually believe that this thing will become a live alien one day and it's actually going to grow into like a full size alien. But they were like so squidgy and weird, weren't they? So if you like took it out of the egg, dust will catch on I... it really quickly and that texture. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, no, I think I had rumor. Well, I believe that. If you looked after it well, it would like hatch yeah. baby aliens. Oh, I didn't know that one. I just thought this one will grow. Oh, uh, no. I thought it was meant to like hatch new baby aliens, but it never <laughs> did. It was really disappointing. I was like, everyone would come in. I think everyone just lied to each other, to be honest. Everyone would come in going, oh, got a new alien. Like, oh, mine's hatched. And I was like, why the hell isn't mine hatching? Like, what the hell's wrong? But, you know, as kids, you just lie to each other. Yeah, it's like we waited for our childhood for something to happen, but nothing did yeah what a waste of our life 
I wonder if anyone actually has those aliens. Yeah, guys, if anyone, if any of you have aliens or had aliens, these are probably like the 90s kids. Anyone after that won't really understand what we're talking about. But if you're a 90s kid, you had an alien, please email us or DM us, let us know, because we would love to know. Yeah. Taking it right back to our childhood. Oh, throwback to the 90s. They were the good times. They really were. Oh my gosh, guys, we have absolutely loved sharing our thoughts with you and we hope you enjoyed it as much as we loved making it. Lots and lots of love and good vibes. Catch you guys on episode two of Find Your Spark. Bye. Bye.